picture tells a story. It's often been said that a picture can say a thousand words. And if we look close enough, we'll see God in it. And that picture will tell us more than we could have hoped for or imagined. It's a beautiful tapestry of the way he works in our lives with kindness, goodness, faithfulness, redemption, and ultimately his love for us. Grab your coffee, or in my case, sweet tea, and let's walk through this journey together. Welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. I'm so excited that you chose to spend some time with us today. I have a guest that I'm very excited uh, to have you all meet. Uh, today we have with us Laren. Laren, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So as you can probably tell from the audio, we are doing this uh, via the internet. So we are not sitting in the same room with each other. Um, so that would probably cause uh, a bit of explaining. So Laren, um, I'm in central Illinois. Um, where are you coming to us from? At the moment, I'm uh, coming to y'all from Churchill, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee. just relocated. Okay. All right. So Laren, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, maybe a little bit about your work, maybe family, that type of thing. Absolutely. Um, so I, uh, my name is Laren Abels. Um, I'm a, uh, I'm a diesel technician for John Deere. Uh, that's what I do for my career. Um, I'm part of a very large family. I'm actually one of uh, eight children or 10 people in our family total. Okay. Um, originally born and raised from, uh, born and raised in Austin, Texas. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's been a long journey and, uh, God's timing finally, um, came to where we could make the move to Tennessee. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so there is another little spin on, uh, a, a little bit about you, um, you were on a TV show uh, called Tough as Nails, and it is a super fun show to watch. My husband and I absolutely enjoy um, every time it comes out. Uh, you were on season four. Um, so tell us a little bit about Tough as Nails. Um, if someone has never seen the show before, um, what would that be like for them to watch it? So, um, yes, first off, I was on uh, season four of Tough as Nails. Um, I'm thankful for the opportunity and privilege to do that. Um, for those of y'all that haven't watched it or haven't heard about it before, Tough as Nails is a uh, reality TV series competition, um, and it's all blue collar and skilled trades, uh, team and individual competitions. And it's um, putting the, the toughest people across America all up um against each other individually and then um with each other in team challenges and it's just competing for um different prizes throughout the season and and competing um in different competitions throughout the season it can be anything from uh building a um rebuilding an engine uh to pouring a, a small slab to um you know doing rough in uh plumbing any of those things yeah, so it's just a wide variety of challenges and tasks that you have to accomplish. It's not necessarily what you tr have been trained for in your career. So it could be just a wide spectrum. Absolutely. It's um, it, it comes down, uh, down to a lot of life skills. So it may not be exactly what you do in your career, but um, they're going to bring in as many different um, elements and competitions and so forth that they can see um, who has the better life skills in that, that area. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, I would love to know your story on how this even came to be for you. Um, was that something that you were intrigued? You watched the other um, seasons. Was that something that you wanted to uh, apply for? Or was that a family member maybe that said, oh, look, you're going to do this. I, I, I think it'd be really fun to hear a little bit about your story. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share. And if I if I go too long, then um, definitely let me know if I go too in detail. But no, uh, no, the more detail, the better. I think it's fun. Okay. Uh, well, so Tough as Nails, for those of, of y'all that don't know, Tough as Nails was one of the very few things that during the, the height of the pandemic for COVID-19, um, that was new and that was still running. Like a lot of shows got canceled. A lot of different events got canceled and stuff. That was that was the one new thing. Um, and I remember back in 2019, there was a, a, a show on a similar show on NBC. It was called the Titan games uh, with Dwayne Johnson. And it was a bunch of athletic competitions and stuff. And I would gung ho dead set. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, so later, um, you know, later on, uh, tough as nails comes out and my mom, um, she said, Hey, there's a new series coming out. It's called tough as nails. It's going to be on CBS. And she showed me a preview. I'm like that. That looks pretty cool. Um, didn't think about like, I'm not going to compete on that or anything, but yeah. we started watching it as a fan that first season and we fell in love with it. That was our week highlight. That was like, everybody's going to get together on Wednesday and we're going to watch this. And like to say we love it was an understatement. Um, but I still, I didn't really want to compete on it. I wanted to compete on the Titan games and I was, I knew I was young, but I was like, I think I could do that. Um, and it was, it was early in my career as, as a diesel tech and still early in my career. But um, anyway, just for, for grins, just to appease my mom, actually, um, I applied for season two of tough as nails. And, and as expected, number one, my application video was like horrible and everything, uh, but I didn't hear anything back. And so I was like, I, you know, I appeased my mom. I'm good. No worries. Um, and then time passes and season two came out and we started watching season two. And I don't know really what it was, but I guess like a couple episodes into season two, I really thought, okay, this is something that I could do. I know I'm young, but I, I think I could do, it. I think I could hang with these guys. Um, so how, how old were you at that time? At that time, I was barely, I think I was, okay, so I just turned um, 20, I was 21, about to turn 22, I think. Okay. Uh, no, I turned, I just turned 21, I think. Okay. Um, and uh, let me see. Yeah, I was 21, about to turn 22. Sorry for the confusion, but. No, it's okay. <laughs> 21, almost 22, and I was, you know. We were a couple episodes into season two, and I thought, um, you know, I could I could do this. I'm, I'm going to apply for season three. And so I guess you know, halfway through season two, I applied for season three. Um, and lo and behold, I got a response back. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's super cool. I was, you know, crazy. I was shaking and stuff. I, actually, I got the email when I was at work. Um and it was, it was awesome. And so, you know, it was, um, we were finishing season two up and I was in the application process for season three. Everything was looking great. Um, and I remember like, it looked like green lights all the way. And then I was about to fly out as a finalist and, uh, I got an email saying, we're not going to proceed with your application anymore. Thank you for, um, you know, for applying and stuff and for your time. And that was it. And I was, mm. I dejected was a really, is a really weak word to use. I was just so disheartened because I was, mm. you know, thing. And I actually was so disheartened that um, I said, no, I'm, I'm not going to go through that again. I don't want to apply for Tough as Nails again. Like, whatever. I didn't finish season two until several weeks later, um, mm. even though Aaron, we had recorded it. Um, and then I had a, a producer, you know, I guess a couple weeks later, reach out and, and thank me again for it. But I still didn't want to 
have anything to do with stuff as nails. I just was was hurt. I was like, nope, I'm not going to do that. So um, I know, um, sorry to interrupt. I know that no. your I know your faith is something that is very important to you. Um, so in that moment when you got that email and they said, "All right, we're at this time. We're not going to move forward." And you're feeling all of the feelings. Um, where was God in the middle of that? Um, did you feel like he was present with you? And maybe he was saying the answer isn't no, but maybe just not right now. Or, or what was that experience like with you in your faith? Well, I'll tell you, I, I trust that God has a plan for everything. I, I firmly say that because I've seen time and time again in, in the past where you can't figure out obviously what he's doing until you look back and you connect the dots. Yeah. Um, and to do that is just incredible. But at that point in time, really, I was just frustrated with God. I was like, I put myself out there. I, this was something I thought I could do. And you said no once again. And there were several other no's previously and, and for my betterment, but it was nonetheless a no. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the really interesting thing um, because Again, I had nothing. I didn't want to do anything with tough as nails anymore. Um, and it was almost like God just flipped a switch because mm. I remember it was a couple weeks, if not just a couple months after that had happened, that my heart completely changed. I heard they opened up season four application. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I seriously, I couldn't tell you. I just remember there was a moment that you know it changed and so i applied for season four and um you know i was kind of trusting that that this was it that this was what god had for me and um i was told that they received the application that they'd be in contact with me and um and that was it i heard Mm -hmm. hardly for weeks on end and i'd hear you know we need you to fill this out we don't need you to fill that out or submit this um you know submit that and uh i was just kind of kind of trusting again that that god had a plan for it mm-hmm. um and then i remember i was told that i was going to um that was i was getting to be one of those people that was going to be a finalist for season four um mm-hmm. they had the decision yet and um i was actually helping my family move up here to tennessee uh, and I pretty much snapped my ankle in half and I, I was so close again. And I was oh. like, to say I was, I was mad. I was upset was again, it was an understatement. I knew oh. in the back of my head, I know that God's got a plan for everything, but I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm literally two weeks from, from knowing. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, I, it was, I, it was like a softball was out the side of it. I, it was completely one direction. My leg was the other direction. Uh, And not only did that miraculously heal, it was four weeks from that date to when I would have to fly out as a finalist. Um, And not only did it heal in time, um, but then just out of the blue, as soon as I got like released from, um, from physical therapy at the time. And I was told, yeah, you're good to go uh, is when I was told, all right, you're a finalist. You're flying out to California. Uh, oh, I don't know, but um, you know, I made the trip out there and, and a bunch of stuff I can't say because of NDA. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but again, it was, it, it was kind of trusting that this was God's process. Cause I was just going along little by little. I remember we had an, a, a panel interview um, while in, in quarantine, all the finalists did again, I don't know how many or what questions were asked and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but I remember walking away from that and I called my dad. I said, I answered everything honestly. And I said, I know it wasn't the answer they were looking for. I'm going to be flying back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was again, this, this dejection, I guess. Um, and then couple days later still hadn't hadn't heard anything you know we're going through the the process of quarantine and um then on monday we were told you know y'all made it you're the cast and stuff um and at that point it was um 
you know, it, it was it was surreal to be selected for something that number one, I didn't really want to apply for um, at the beginning. Now I had a passion for, um, and it was you know it was incredible. I felt um, throughout the comp throughout the entire competition, I felt that I really was, um, you know, this could this could be it, mm. uh, and you know whole season goes by and, and I'm sure you've seen it now, or at least you've, you've looked it up, but um, I didn't come in first. I, I came in fourth. I didn't make that final gauntlet. Um, and it was, it was frustrating and dejecting and stuff. I don't think people can really understand the, the emotional um, roller coaster Cause you're talking about, I had to punch out. Uh, the season was completely over and flew back home uh, all within like 24 hours or something like that. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was processing and stuff. But for a good while after that, I kept struggling with, you know, God, I had faith in you once again. And I, it, it didn't turn out like, you know, what, what was the, uh, what was the point here? Um, now I'm not, I'm not trying to get off track. I'm, I'm I promise you, I'm bringing it to a point. Oh, One no, of my well, one of my favorite players ever, I, I, I'm a big football person, and one of my favorite players ever, his name is Tim Tebow, um, and, you know, very celebrated college quarterback, um, didn't have a very long time in the NFL, and, and it was, you know, he went and he did something that that team hadn't had for quite a while. He took him to the playoffs and stuff after a losing season, um, and then he was cut, and he never – he he didn't actually play as a starter again. Um, but I remember watching the overtime um, or the, the, uh, the playoff game that they had where he went into overtime and won that year. Now I say all of that because the coolest thing was he didn't achieve what everybody knew to be success, I guess. But when he left that game, it's an incredible story. If you ever go look it up, it's John three sixteen. That was the, uh, the, verse that he wore in college on his eye blacks um and that game the stats were unreal as far as he had um it was 316 passing yards with an average um completion of 31.6 yards or something their time of possession was 31 minutes and six seconds um you know it was all the stats it was 316 the, the whole time and he walked away from that you know that that verse was the it had something crazy like again 31.6 million views or lookups on Google. And he walked away from that, you know, having a testimony of God's faithfulness to him. Um, and you know, understanding that that there's a plan for you. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and so I always loved that story. I didn't, you know, think anything of it, but I say that because, you know, when we when we finished um season four and, and I was kind of struggling. I thought about that a little bit and I thought it was just kind of cool that, you know, it was season four and I finished fourth. And then uh, I had some family members point some things out to me as far as, you know, winnings or when I had, um, when I had won a competition, you know, what episode it was or how much I won and stuff. And it was the coolest thing because, you know, I, I look up and all of these things are all fours and they're not, you know, mm-hmm. people there, it's all made up. I'm like, it's statistically backed up guys. I mean, this is there, there's, um, you know, like it talks about in Romans, um, God's works uh, make it to where it, men are without excuse, you know? Um, and this was a case of, yeah, I, I I'm without excuse that God was there. Um, yeah. and, yeah that you know that's a revelation to me but for for me looking back all the years of my life looking back at my dad's life at our our family and how we've um, been you can only connect the dots looking back and yeah. you're thankful the lord has done for you um mm-hmm. and then looking back you know connecting the dots for season four for me um and seeing that you know i didn't have a heart towards this um even though this was you know, what he wanted for me. He changed my heart, that season three application stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, snapping my ankle pretty much right before I was supposed to fly out and, and healing that, um, you know, and then showing me with all the fours, like for me, that's him, you know, coming up beside me saying, I, I have a plan for you. I need you to yeah. trust me. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And that's, it is hard at times in your life. Um, you know, for me, I remember that overtime challenge. Um, I remember having this feeling of God saying, this is it, Bubba. Like I just, I distinctly stood there and looked down. I was like, I can feel him saying this. And for, for me to after that, and then him saying, I've got a plan for you, Bubba. Um, you know, that is, that that's, yeah, I would have loved to have win. I'd love to try it again and win, but ultimately the, to have, to have the, the faith and the comfort to know that he is there. Um, mm-hmm. thing that he does has a purpose. I mean, that's what, um, I gained from it more than anything. And so I, I don't know if that was the direction you were wanting to go with that, but just, that was kind of my, my story with it. Um, yeah, because I think yeah. a lot of people that, you know, I, I've met several people that, I don't know that they feel that there there is a purpose or that there is a plan for their life. And it's it's my comfort is knowing that there's a plan. Like I can't imagine not not yeah. knowing that there's a plan, right? That thinking this is Yeah. We're just we're living. It's like, no, God's got a plan for, for every single thing in our life. Good or bad, he uses it for his glory. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Um so. So though you, I, I remember reading your post and you talked a lot about the fours and the significance of so many different things throughout the, the season, um, that represented, uh, that number. So what did that, what does that number mean to you? Um, and there's a scripture reference, right? Did you already mention that? Um, there I'll say, I haven't found a verse or anything that, that, stands out to me with that mm-hmm. uh, but you know i four is just it it really is not too terribly significant to me i'll tell you that i remember uh one of the things was my trial number was was number four um mm-hmm. i think in my head my high school football number was five and i was like yeah, i would have loved four i remember distinctly thinking that um, yeah, i would have yeah. loved four mm-hmm. um and, and i haven't found necessarily what four means if anything i think a lot of people are, are like okay what what does four mean mm-hmm. um and and again you know for me it's just an understanding of my purpose for you was to go out at four my purpose yeah. for you was to get there yeah and that was it and it may be um you know as hard as it is to, to think about and swallow because i'm not that way i hate I hate hearing like, you know, God's plan was for you to go out at four because I know that and I love that. Um, and at the same time, I'm a competitor. Like I wanted to go further. Um, right. And, you know, just to, I don't know, just, just to know that, you know, to yeah. know that, yeah. that I would purpose for everything. Um, yeah. That's what it made more than anything. Yeah. Well, and oftentimes in my life, um, there's things that God is wanting to show me. And because I have a bit of a hard head, he has to be repetitive that way. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was something down the road that he's going to show you with the significance of that number, because it was so repetitive for you throughout your experience. Absolutely. You know, and that's, that's what we don't know, right? That's, that's the that's where the trust comes in yeah but that's where the trust comes in and that's where you can't i I would say this is that with that trust you can't expect with that trust like that makes sense because no i can sit here and expect okay you know the number four he's gonna do something in my life with the number four i can i can expect that but really i shouldn't be because there's there's a chance i would it would be amazing if he used that in another way in my life yeah at the same I'm that that could literally the entire point of him using all those forces to get my attention and say, you know, this was my plan for you, but understand that the fulfillment of winning mm-hmm. is something you're never going to get. Uh, you're, you're not going to be fulfilled with it. I'm the only you know person that yep. can fulfill. It. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I'm a competitor. I, I wanted to win badly. Um, yeah. And it, I'm saying, you know, I, this, your winning toughest nails is not going to fill that void for you. I'm the only one that can do that. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah. I, 
stubborn too. So that may just be him, you know, throwing every sign out there possible. Okay. So Laren, I know how important your faith is. And I love to hear about people's faith journey. Um, I know that you're relatively young, um, but faith is clearly important to you. So how did that uh, begin for you? Was that something that faith is just a huge part of your family? Um, but then, of course, we all know that we have to take that on a personal level. It can't be, you know, what others believe. So what did that look like for you? Yeah, um, you know, I was I was raised in a Christian home or Christian household. Uh, but like you said, you, you all have to kind of make that um you know, that journey your own. Um, and I, growing up, I knew that my mom and dad had, um, you know, struggles financially. That was something that, um, you know, it was, that was God's way of helping them to be more, um, dependent upon him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I remember those cause they were open with us about it, but you know, nothing really happened for me that I, I would say, really tested my faith or really strengthened it or anything um, until my my senior year in high school um, mm. football was that was you know I I was the route of I'm gonna play college ball and um, all that even though I'm five foot seven and white I was gonna play college ball but I uh, you know I was actually doing exceptionally well and um, I tore the um, the labrum ligament in my right shoulder and mm. I didn't know I just tore it. I kept going. I tore it again. Um, and it was painful each time. And finally the third time the, uh, the doctor said, you really, you don't understand like how vital that is to doing stuff. You mm. really should. Fall. Um, and that was kind of a, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave my hands open and say, God, whatever <laughs> If there's a way for me to keep playing, I need you to, to present that because that's that's my dream, right? Yeah. Um, and sure enough, it was a a friend from church referred us to a a um, orthopedic surgeon, and he said, you know, it, it's up to you. But he said there is one way that you can keep playing, and that's if you switch positions, going from defense to offense, so that you're not um, extending your arm in any way, mm-hmm. um, and then surgery after the season. So that was kind of my first, you know, taste. And, and I had an exceptional season, um, that year and I thought we were all good. Uh, and then it was the same thing again. It was, I was chasing a college offer at the time for, uh, Stephen F. Austin state university. Um, and I tore my left ACL and I was like, oh, gosh. Seriously? um, and you know, and I promise again, there's, there's a point to this, but you know, football was it for me and that's what I wanted to do. And pretty much like the, the toll it's taken on my body. I feel like that's God saying no. And I was really torn because I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go and, and do that. But being as big of a family that we were, um, kind of a side note, being as big of a family as, as we are, um, and having as many boys as we do, my dad had two conditions for us before we left the house. And um, that was, he wanted us based because of what he went through. He wanted us to have a wage earning skill. Um, and then, you know, we, he wanted us to drive a stick shift as well. Cause nobody can do it my age now. <laughs> uh, and so I, you know, I, at this point I have a torn ACL and I was kind of like, again, I was, I was kind of trusting God with things, but, I was more of just kind of, you know, hands open. What do I do? Um, I pursued the, the skilled trade, like my dad talked to me about, and it was, it was just to honor him. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to do it though. I was just trying to honor him. Um, and seeing as how football wasn't going to be my future, I was like, okay, well I'll do this. And I got into diesel. So I not only didn't want to, you know, do it to begin with, but then I got into diesel and full disclosure, when I was in school, I was like, I diesel engines are kind of cool, but I don't, I don't want to do this for a living. Right. Um, I'm, I started school. I actually started an internship at John Deere and I didn't like John Deere. I was like, no, I like, I like Caterpillar. Um, you know, I, and so I say all of that because fast forward, uh, I guess two years when I, when I finished school, 
Um, and even really the more, the longer I went, uh, after finishing school and finishing my internship, both doing diesel, um, I, I fell in love with it. Uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, four or five, yeah, five years into my career with deer and I love diesel. I want to do it for the rest of my life. Um, you know, I love John Deere. I don't want to work on anything else. I like John Deere, uh, <laughs> you know, and, um, and it's, it's, uh, you know, that, and then not, not trying to go back to tough as nails, but at the same time, I didn't want to do tough as nails. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then I had that, that heart change, um, that God had for me and, and he took me that far. And so, you know, for me and my faith journey, again, it started kind of senior year in high school, but it, it was kind of the mentality of like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And God, me with thorns and saying that's not what I have for you though and, and it's really been learning that even mm -hmm. through through struggles and stuff that his way is always better and that he has you know he has a purpose for it that um yeah. is more than we could ever expect uh, it's a it's a um you know it's a love that for us and for what's best for us that um you know we uh, it, it's just undescribable. And so, yeah, for me to see that's kind of been my faith journey is to there are things that I want and then God either steers me or changes my heart or something like that. Yeah. Um, everything that I've wanted um, so far, I, I haven't been given that. Um, and with the exception of the, the winning tough as nails, every single thing, when I look back, I'm more grateful for what he did or for, for how he guided me, um, you yeah. know, with tough as nails later, but, um, you know, and, and that's where I talked about earlier, being able to look back and connect the dots and see this had to happen for that to happen for yes. me to be him right now. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's not hard to do either. Like, but, but taking the time to realize that, it, it's something that takes a lot of effort that I don't know that um, especially those who don't know the Lord really would understand. But even those who know the Lord, it takes a lot of faith to do that. Um, and, and it's, it's a blessing when you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, what's so neat about God is that he's so kind and um, he's, he's so creative <laughs> that like, he doesn't just say, Hey, this is what you're doing. And, you know, I mean, he, he's so gentle to kind of, uh, work with us and, and just steer us into directions that he knows is best. And then, you know, if we are in close relationship with him and we, if we are submissive, um, we tend to follow that. I mean, we, we resist when we, sometimes we do the temper tantrum, but ultimately when we are in that relationship, I mean, we want to, to please him and he ultimately knows what's best. And so, um, it, just for me, just his kindness is just, um, it's so great. Well, and it's, you know, on top of that, yeah, his, his love and his kindness for us, like, uh, you know, is so we can't fathom it. Right. No. Mm -mm. That's where I think, you know, anytime I, I talk with um, non-believers, even if it's my coworkers, like a lot of them, they're, they're great guys. But the question is always like, you know, if, if God does love us so much, why does he allow pain and suffering and stuff? And it's, you know, I love these scriptures in, in James and Peter, especially first Peter. Um, where it talks about number one, you know, that's, it, it develops perseverance. It develops character, but you know, in first Peter, it talks about how those trials and tribulations, they refine you like gold being refined by fire, you know? And it's, mm -hmm. think about that. It's like nothing, you know, you can take the saying nothing worth having ever comes easy. And it's really, you know, your, your faith gets stronger and stronger. Every time you go through a trial or a tribulation and you can see, you know, you can have faith in God and then see the good in that from him because he's always good. He's always going to have, um, you know, the best for us uh, yeah. in mind. You know, those are the times that it, it builds our faith. It builds our character. It builds our trust in him. Um, yeah. It's yeah. a little, but yeah, his, you know, 
he loves us so much that he wants to, you know, it's the same thing with building a relationship with someone else. The longer you go, the more things you go through that, that bond with that person, you know, whether it's your husband or wife, which I haven't experienced yet, but um, you know, brothers, coworkers, whatever it is, the longer you go, the more that bond develops, especially through the hard times and the triumph afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause you have those, you have those experiences in your relationship with God and he is showing you that he's trustworthy and that he is good and that he loves you unconditionally. So when you walk through all of those hard things, those disappointments and frustrations, he still is there just showing and proving who he is. And, and that just continues to build our faith. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I was just going to add like, you know, that's, um, you know, that's not to say that during, you know, when I think that's, that's where maybe sometimes we get a little, um, maybe we get a, a little carried away or, or misguided or something when we of the belief that during these trials and tribulations, during the hard times that we can't, um, you know, show how difficult it is or talk about how difficult it is, or, or, you know, even I, you know, I, I'm going to be completely, there've been times that I, I flat out just disrespectfully yelled at God. I, I'm like, don't care. You know? And mm-hmm. it's, like every time I'm, I'm like a child crawling back to him, I'm like, I, I know your plan is better for me, but yeah. you know, um, yeah, I forget where it is. I'm going to butcher that, but I know, um, I think it talks about it in Hebrew where we have a high priest that can sympathize with our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that God can, can sympathize with what we're going through. Um, yeah. you know, we have himself in, and, and that's part of the relationship with him is to be able to bring those things to him. Um, yeah. you know, yeah times but it's in 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 the good times as well well and that's the thing is um he his shoulders are big enough to carry our frustrations and our lamenting to him in fact he wants us to lament when we feel that because that's part of that growing that's part of him being able to show us and teach us and and if we're going to be completely vulnerable in front of him then we have to show those times when we're mad. We have to show those times when we're disappointed or scared or frustrated, or just simply saying, God, I don't understand what you're doing here because he wants us to come to him with all of those things so that he can continue to show all of who he is to us. Oh, and I I love how you put that. Cause that's, you know, again, going back to the relationship, the longer you have it, um, there's so much of God to be revealed. Right. And, and mm-hmm. even in our, the, his complete majesty, but you know, each and every time we go through something, whether, whether we deem it good or bad, whether it's a struggle or a triumph, um, you know, that's another opportunity that he reveals more of himself to us. Um, yeah. and is, you know, that's, and that's super special, especially again, when you have that relationship, um, and you can see that it makes it just that much stronger. Well, and he's, he's so kind and creative to where he is not wasting anything. Like he, he can even use our stupid <laughs> for his good, you know? I mean, cause we do tend to make some not wise decisions at times, but he can even take that and use it. There are consequences, of course, to our actions and to our choices, but he can even use that, which still is, is unimaginable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that it's just amazing how he can use, and maybe that's what I love about, um, you know, my, my, uh, walk in faith so far is that he can use any situation, any circumstance and use it for his good or for his, his glory and, and his plan for you down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing he can't use. There's nothing he can't do. Um, and that's, I think that is, you know, knowing that that's a comfort right there to, to know that, you know, whether I'm going through something or whether, you know, this didn't work out like I was hoping and stuff to be able to know, you know, consciously, even with tubs and nails and, and finishing where I did is like 
but I know that there's a purpose, right? I know there's a plan for this. And again, that kind of goes back to where we, we don't, that's where the trust comes in. We don't know what it's going to be. We don't know how he's going to use it, but we have the faith um, that he is, you know, because yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I always like to do to kind of just wrap up the conversation, I, I think it's so interesting. Um, everyone just has a different perspective on, on what God shows them, um, through their experiences. So, um, what do you know about God now that you didn't know about him before you even submitted that first audition for tough as nails? Hmm. That's a good question, like a really good question. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's something that I, I didn't know before or maybe I, it was in the back of my head or something like that. But, um, you know, at least for me, this entire time from from the beginning of my journey on Tough Snails to now, and I'm hoping that's that's not the end. Um, you know, I, I do hope for redemption, but um is that he's he's here with you you know that's um mm -hmm. it is so yeah i'm sure you know the feeling but it's like it is so comforting when someone you genuinely love they don't have to say anything they can sit right next to you when you're going through something and just and be there with you they're they're there with you and you know through that whole thing every single night every single competition you know the the hard times afterwards it's been you know when you're anxious when you're sad when you're joyful whatever it is he's there with you and and he's you know he's feeling what you're feeling he's excited for you he's joyful for you and you know at your lowest points at your struggle he's going to sit there and hold you um you know and that's i don't know if that really answers the question the way you're oh, kind of hoping um, but that was what, what came out of it for me was he is, he's right there with you. Um, and you may not always see it, but, and, and even sometimes you may not feel it, but to know again, that he's there, that's a huge, um, huge comfort to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if someone is curious about tough as nails, I know that they can watch, uh, past seasons, um, how would they go about doing that? Um, if anyone wants to watch Tough as Nails or find out about it and stuff, um, you know, there are uh, there are a couple ways you can watch it. You can watch it at cbs.com, um, and they I think they have an app, too. Uh, mm -hmm. You can watch Paramount Plus. You can watch mm -hmm. it Amazon Prime. Um, and all those, obviously, it's, it's past seasons, um, mm -hmm. and I'm sure that clips on youtube and stuff but mm -hmm. uh you know i to me the the best way to learn about it is is to reach out to the people on tough snails i mean you can watch it but um you know I, pretty much everyone has an instagram and, and facebook or something of the sort um yeah. but, you know that's the super amazing thing uh and thing that i was impressed with was how incredible uh, the majority of these these people that have been on Tough as Nails are, um, especially how incredible um, it is to to see that there are other believers on the show. Um, mm. You know, some huge for me on on my season was Sergio um, and having you know someone else that was a believer with you. Uh, but again, everybody is is incredible. So uh, there are a couple of different ways to watch it. But if you want to know more about it, you know, I I'd, I'd find a past contestant to reach out to them because they are super incredible people. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's one of the things that I love about watching the show is um, you see how quickly these people that were once strangers become family. And there is no doubt by the end of that season that, that they have this bond that is completely unbreakable and you are supporting each other and cheering for each other and you're grieving with each other and man I mean there's not a lot of shows out there that people care the way that they care at least from you know a viewer's perspective as tough as nails oh absolutely and that's you know there are different shows that portray different things about people and stuff or try to make it seem one way and not the other. And, 
Uh, number one, I would say the best, coolest thing about Tough as Nails is how accurate it is because, you know, I had a lot of people ask me with these episodes, you know, is that really what happened? I'm like, yeah. They, I mean, obviously they condensed it, but it's exactly what happened. But yeah, I remember, you know, I'm a competitor. I want to win. And these guys are just such incredible people that there were several competitions that were very, very close mm. that, you know what? y'all gave y'all y'all just did better and i'm fine with with acknowledging that because of how amazing those people are like i said they're um they really are family like when you leave there um you know you hope that's not the only time you ever see them um because it it brings tears to your eyes um mm. it's it brings tears to your eyes again when you can see them again i got to see um i've seen a couple people you know since it happened but i remember seeing elima um mm. I it brought tears to both our eyes because we were that that mm. we were family at that point. Um, so yeah, yeah just people. That that's incredible. What what a life changing experience that God has given to you. You know what I mean? Like even even through the challenges that you faced, through so many of the things um, to be able to even get on the show, and then all the things you walked through, like this is going to be a moment in your life that you are going to look back on so fondly. And I believe that like, um, you're forever changed from this experience and what a gift for that, you know? Absolutely. I mean, again, that's where we talk about God has your, your best interests. And I, I yeah. look at the show that I wanted to apply for the Titan games and it, it never happening. And then this happening and seeing just, like just how beyond beyond measure how blessed i am uh to meet those incredible people um you know and and my hope in it was really my hope was yeah i i wanted to win and with that i'm gonna say and not but and with that i wanted to you know be a light for christ it's kind of cliche to say that i guess but i really in all sincerity that i wanted to to do that and you know, coming through it again, it's such an incredible opportunity, but even, even ending up where I did, my goal is, you know, if I can still give him the glory and, and loss, then, yeah, you know, that's it. That, that's all I, I've set out to do and I'm, I'm done. I've run my race. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in, in my book, I think that you, you did win. And I think everyone that was there, they won, you know, like in their own way, like the experiences, like we talked about and, um, I, I just firmly believe that God's going to use, um, this experience for you for even greater things in the future, whatever that might look like. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's just going to be neat to watch. Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, it's, you know, I'm just blessed with the opportunity and, um, you know, and to be able to see God's hand in it. That's, that's the really cool thing is to, again, know that he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to connect with you, um, can they look you up on social media and connect with you that way? Yes, absolutely. Um, I have uh, Instagram and Facebook. Those are the only two that I use, uh, but they can connect with me that way. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd love to, even if it's just to say hi, I'd love to say hi to them. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, that's awesome. And obviously that's how I connected with you. I mean, I just think it's so neat how God can use all things, even this internet, <laughs> uh, meeting that we have and, um, let's see where, uh, Oh, there we are. Just how he can use all things. And, um, I'm just really thankful for the opportunity to have even been able to meet you and, um, I just pray blessings on what it is that God has for you ahead, because I'm certain that there are great things. Um, you're young and uh, you have a really solid faith. And I know that you are just pressing on um, towards what it is that he has for you. So um, I just pray great blessings on your career. Um, and just, it's going to be real fun just to see, what it is that he has for you, even if it's just me sitting back watching on the sidelines of social media. Um, if you're ever up to central Illinois, it'd be, you know, we'd be thrilled to meet you and that would be lots of fun. Um, but yeah, I just, 
thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and just sharing with me a little bit of your experience and um, just your heart after God. And um, it's just been a real pleasure to meet you. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for giving me the opportunity. You are super sweet and super kind. And I really, the opportunity has been incredible. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to have met you as well and hopefully meet you in person sometime. Hopefully when it comes to training, I can uh, go back up to Illinois and, and meet you sometime. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Well, thanks so much, Laren. Great. Thank you. Wasn't that an incredible story that Laren had to share with us? It just shows you that God has a plan for everything and that his timing is always perfect. I thought it was so interesting to hear a little bit of the backstory on how he had applied for Tough as Nails all the way back at the beginning, but then in God's perfect time, it was meant for him to be on season four. And the fact that he made it all the way to fourth place, which is just incredible. If you would like to reach out to Laren, I know you can find him on social media. I will make sure and put his information in the show notes so you can connect with him that way. Send him a note and just share the fact that he's encouraged you and that you enjoyed watching him on Tough as Nails. And if you didn't get a chance to watch it um, in the live showing, maybe you can go back and check it out on the internet. That would be really cool. Also, um, this is kind of an interesting little tidbit, but Laren is actually the third contestant that I have had on the podcast from Tough as Nails. So he was on season four, but I also uh, had an opportunity to talk with my good friend Kelsey, who was on season three, and she is actually episode 12 of season one of the podcast. And then I was able to talk with Leah Mort, which was the season three winner. And she is actually in season two of my podcast, and she is also episode two. So if you want to go back and hear their perspective on what that was like to be on the show, that would be really cool to go back and just kind of learn a little bit more. So I uh, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening today. Um, if you have a moment could you rate and review the podcast? That just helps people that are looking forward pictures with Meredith make it a little bit more visible for them to be able to find it. Also, don't forget that we now have Word Pictures with Meredith merchandise. So we have sweatshirt and t-shirts and on the front it says loved and that's one of the things that I want to make sure that you know how much God loves you. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to the next time that we can meet again.